0: Hi, it's Matthew from PanicAttackRecovery.com. We often like to provide a podcast version of our YouTube videos because people like having content in different formats. As well, we like to offer a lengthier version of our material, and we have found that extended versions work much better through the podcast format. In a previous podcast, I discussed the idea of fear, and I discussed the, the fact that we fear the unknown, And again, I said this is not new news, because it isn't. I mean, we've always, as a society, said that we fear the unknown. But the point in that episode, which I talked about a variety of things that people avoid in their life because they get into the habit of avoiding those things, and it takes on a life of its own, whatever event it is that you're avoiding. And what I talked about is that if you acquire more information then often you can feel better about the activity and you will engage in it. And the best way to, of course, acquire information is actually to experience the event and learn things and open yourself up to a better life. Well, that was quite well received, that podcast. And I received a lot of questions from people that visit my website. And what I'd like to discuss today is an expansion on the concept of fear and what you can do about it and specifically how fear and information are related. What do I mean by this? Well, right now I'm watching season five as I record this podcast. I'm watching season five of House of Cards, and um, it's a great show. I do enjoy it. But if you notice in season five what's going on, and it's of course been going on in previous seasons as well, the president, Francis Underwood, is actually exploiting the fear of U.S. citizens to gain power. And of course, is this really a new concept? Of course not. And most shows and most things we read are based in history and what's been done before. So let's discuss this concept for anxiety sufferers. How does this relate fear? Well, I mean, fear for anyone, anything you're fearful about will cause you anxiety, whether you have an anxiety disorder or not. But for somebody who's anxious already, reading stories that can be upsetting will exacerbate anxiety. And there are people out there that say, well, just focus on all the good news. Never read any negative stories whatsoever. And you may need to go through a period of life where you cleanse yourself of negative stories because you're, you're trying to deal with your panic disorder, your panic attacks, your agoraphobia, and you're really trying your best to avoid stories like that. So, you know, I get it. I understand that. I've been there. The point I wish to make is that you can actually read news stories, watch stories on TV, on the internet, about things often that are upsetting, and you can handle that. I believe that you can do that, and you do that by getting more information. So let me just go back to a point I made in the previous podcast I mentioned around fear and information. What I was stating was that if you don't have the information and all the facts of a story, it can be much more frightening. And let me provide a personal example. Someone I know often likes to read stories in the newspaper and gets very upset, sometimes very angry, sometimes very fearful, becomes very fearful, and really likes to read the headlines only. And no question, the headlines are there to draw your attention, to get you to pay attention to the news article or the Snip it on TV or on the internet, what have you, but it's there to draw your attention. So if you just focus on headlines, you obviously don't get the complete picture. But many people operate on skimming the news in the morning and skimming the headlines, and then they get upset during the day. They don't have all the facts straight. And not only that, what I noticed with this person is that she would share these stories, but then would do the same with other people. So if you think about it, the person is essentially reading the headlines or skimming the article very quickly, and then spreading that information out to others. And if those people take that information at face value, that can be incredibly upsetting. Now, what became interesting is, often I would ask this person, okay, well, what about this? Or what about that? And what did they say about this? Or did they say this? Did they say that? And often person would say, well, I don't know, I'm just skimming the headlines and the information. I got the gist of it. Well, did you really get the gist of it? Because I mean, really, uh, first of all, things are much more complicated than they sometimes appear in media or are portrayed by people. And uh, often there are more details that need to be acquired before someone can have a meaningful understanding of the story being presented in the media. So, you know, you can say, well, the story is balanced. It's given both sides to the story. Well, first of all, there can be many sides to a story. It's not like a coin, like there's, you flip it over heads or tails. No, there can be various perspectives on an issue. And even if you do, Um, consider various perspectives, you haven't necessarily presented in the article or in the news story all aspects of information that you need to know about the various perspectives. So by learning to become more educated when we approach stories, by asking questions, when I say educated, I mean asking good questions, because I think good questions lead to good information, which leads to being educated, because you educate yourself by being proactive in the story, news stories. So you, you think to yourself, okay, what's maybe missing from this story? Is there something missing? How common is this? I know this story has been covered a lot about robbery in my neighborhood, but is robbery really that common or have they just seized on a number of robberies that have taken place recently? Not that I shouldn't be concerned about that, but I shouldn't conclude that robberies happen on a weekly basis in my neighborhood necessarily without getting more information. And this is often really useful when we look at things in life, and often, you know, there are people who fear flying. I used to be someone who didn't really like to fly that much, and I always became very nervous. So what I started to do is I started to do research on kind of the checks and balances that were in place for air travel and looking at the statistics on how safe it was compared to, say, vehicles, driving a bike without a helmet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And when you actually look at probability and statistics, um, air travel is... Quite safe. Nevertheless, you know, there, there are certain sensations and motions in the air that would instill certain fears in me, and that's why I was uncomfortable. But once I acquired more information about the probability and statistics and safety, I became uh, much calmer. And that's really my point about news stories. I'm not saying that you should be minimizing the seriousness of an article that you read. I'm saying you should be putting in its proper perspective. And if you're not doing that, you'll always be a victim of fear. And as an anxiety sufferer, I think that one is more prone to stories of this nature because one can become anxious uh, more easily. And if you don't have a strategy to deal with this type of information overload and um, misinformation that's shared, as I said, through the media, but also through people who just skim headlines, If you take it at face value, what the person is telling you about what they read in the paper or what they saw on TV, et cetera, then that can take hold of you. But there are strategies you can use to empower yourself. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the fact that um, there is something you can do. And I've already started to talk about it. I've started to say that by getting real information, by asking good questions, thinking about whether the whole story has been covered when you read a story, thinking about whether the particular news outlet or the media in general might be seizing on certain stories that are popular right now. It could be air travel stories of negative experiences that travelers are facing as they travel the world and that exacerbates your fear of flying or your stress and anxiety over flying et etc. There's no question that these things have an effect when you read them and you're human so naturally you're going to be affected by things when um, you hear negative stories, but by learning to get information and just, it's as simple as forming a habit to ask more questions when there's a new story, keeping an open mind that there could be more to the story. That's really what I meant to say at the beginning is that not necessarily that everything has to be complicated, but there are often more details that can be provided that provide a better context of things for the reader or the person who's listening or watching various media so the strategy really is to keep an open mind, get more information about stories and realize that for many people um, who are creative, and I, I think a lot of anxiety sufferers are naturally creative in their thought processes. And I think sometimes the problem with the creativity is it can go into the dark side. So you start to, to be overly imaginative with your anxiety and your, and your fears and they sort of take hold of you and I think this is helpful in recognizing a a strategy for you, that fear is really a consequence of having a creative imagination. You know, one of the things you're going to conjure up is, is fearful images. You can conjure up positive images and great plans for what you like to do in your life as well. But often fear is something that comes out, I think, quite easily for panic attack and anxiety sufferers. So I think learning to recognize that fear is something that gets our attention and makes us imagine things very easily, because naturally I think many panic attacks sufferers, anxiety suffers, agoraphobia suffers. I don't want to leave anyone out because I, I aim to address all of those folks, and not everyone that has anxiety has panic attacks, not everyone that has panic attacks has agoraphobia, and so on and so forth. So the point is that I think what is shared, though, often is creativity in the sense of a creative imagination, which can run wild sometimes with fearful thoughts. So what you need to do is you need to recognize that, recognize that when you are exposed to information in various media that can be upsetting to you and and recognize that there's often more to the story that you need to think about before you come to a conclusion about how bad things are. And be careful not to overgeneralize, which is a cognitive distortion. From cognitive behavioral therapy, we talk about cognitive distortions. Certainly overgeneralization is. And if you take a story and say, well, this is the way this happens. This is the way it is everywhere in the world. This is just life in general. And you conclude some dire conclusion from reading this article or reading a series of articles in the paper, then that that also can be very draining. being aware of the traps to overgeneralize from stories, um, even if those stories are in fact covering all the facts, that sometimes it's not necessarily saying that, okay, this is the way it's always going to be, what I'm reading in the paper, but, but simply saying, okay, this is a series of stories and events that have happened, and they're very negative. But overall, the world is more elaborate than this simple set of circumstances that I'm reading about. And let me be really clear why I like this, why this really works for me, and I know it works for others that I have spoken with about it, is that it's a realistic way of approaching the world as opposed to, as I said earlier, looking at stories and saying, oh, well, just don't focus on the negative story. Just read the good news. And again, that's not really balanced though. That's not really all, the, all of the facts because I mean, not everything about the world is good. I mean, there's good and bad, which goes together. I mean, you have to be aware of risks and you have to protect yourself and do things. And you can do all of that without being upset and and overgeneralizing that the world is a bad place, but simply saying that there are things that you have to watch out for in life. The reason I think this is good is because I think that if we look at circumstances in a more realistic light, we can put them in better perspective, but we're also not approaching the world as someone who is going to be naive about the world and saying, well, everything in the world is positive. Everyone in the world is good and no one will ever hurt me. I don't need to protect myself. I just need to think positive thoughts all of my, all of my days and everything will be fine. That doesn't mean that by burying our head in the sand to all that's bad in the world, that our, that our world is going to be great because we're ignoring all the bad, you need to take measures as an individual to protect yourself, that's all I'm saying. So when I say bearing the head in the sand, I think that there is information we often need to be educated about in the news and we can get information from those stories and various media and put them in the proper perspective so that it's useful for us uh, in living as an individual as opposed to um, burying our head in the sand and only looking at positive, but having a more balanced look you can feel better about life and be more, be more realistic. And I think by nature, we, we know that we have to look at all aspects of life and we can't just simply focus on positive things, that there are negative things in the world. We don't necessarily have to call them negative things or think of them as bad. I'm not saying that. But we do have to be realistic that um, there are challenges in life that are just a part of life and that's living is recognizing all those challenges. So to recap, I really hope that you will conquer your own fears by getting more information when you read various stories in the media, you watch certain television, news stories on the internet, etc. Get more information, have a balanced perspective, have a realistic outlook on life, enjoy life. Life can be wonderful. Life can be very positive. The world can be very positive. And you can be very informed. And I think the best way to properly combat fear and anxiety and manipulation is by being an informed person, by asking more questions, being proactive when you read stories, when you partake in discussions with individuals. And naturally, your anxiety starts to lessen because you start to realize that you don't have to be a victim. You can ask more questions, get more clarification, find out how things really work. You don't have to be a victim of negative thinking but you can be a much more informed person in your life and when you're a more informed person you're more open to life's opportunities and i think that is what life is all about i hope you have enjoyed this podcast episode stay tuned for new content every week through our various media we present our information through an assortment of formats aimed to suit a range of preferences This is because people often learn best through particular formats suitable to them as individuals. One of our principles at PanicAttackRecovery.com is to offer real help that can be tailored to the individual. We would encourage you to take three steps. Number one, sign up for our free newsletter. Number two, follow us on Twitter. And number three, subscribe to our YouTube channel. This way you can be assured you are not missing out on any content. You can access all of these options by visiting our website at PanicAttackRecovery.com. Through our website you can also obtain a great deal of written material about panic attacks, anxiety and agoraphobia, along with references to the research mentioned in our episodes. All information presented in these podcasts is provided for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for a psychologist, psychiatrist, or other healthcare care providers' consultation. Please consult a psychologist, psychiatrist, or appropriate health care provider about the applicability of any opinions or recommendations with respect to your own panic attacks, anxiety or agoraphobia, or any other symptom or condition.